Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. L is for the way you look at me. Who's plotting moments of truth? Y el tango. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey, hey, welcome, welcome to Why Women Kill After Buzz. I'm your host, Jackie Nova, and oh my God, what an incredible episode three. I mean, we're in season one, like, hello, right? It's happening. It is so happening. I've got my co-host with the Moses. He is writer, producer, hot rod expert, George Corey. Glad to be here as always. Oh my God. What an amazing episode, right? I mean, we are just, we, we're going to be having special segment, like who would you date? And Beth Ann is plotting. April also is plotting. Like we've got some cool news and we're going to let you know a little more insight on Lucy Lou. And her favorite thing to do is comedy. So you got to stay tuned for that, right? Comedy. Oh, my goodness. Listen, George, overall thoughts on this episode? This episode was an emotional experience for me. So far, the show has been lighthearted. There were some moments where you felt sad, but overall, it was upbeat. Yeah. It was frivolous. It was fun. And this episode, lots of moments of truth and tugging on my emotions. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I just love how passion turns into jealousy. They mentioned that in the beginning. And then you have the tango dancing. You and I were like kind of wondering, like, tango dancing? What is going on? Because each episode has like a different kind of little theme in the beginning. But this was all about dancing and tango. And, and tango dancing with the tango music, it really is about passion. Can you say tango how you said it in the intro of the show? El tango. I felt that, Jackie. Ay. I felt that. Am I tangoing? Oh, you are tangoing, George. I'm My trying. God. Listen, guys, if you're on if you're watching, which I know you are, and we love you so much for it, I wanted to mention to Tom Hogaboom, who's always watching our show. He mentioned 1957 Ford Fairlane, and thank you so much for that insight. Listen, we're not we we, we love you for that. Tom, thank you're you. the real pro. You are. I you appreciate are, that. Yes, absolutely. I love it. Love it. Love it. Oh my God, we're gonna get into some topics. Oh my goodness, moments of truth, George. Jay told Eli, what do you think about that truth? That broke me because we've said it before. Eli is such a likable character. He's carefree, easygoing, but we found out that the things we like about him are the things that are actually hurting the relationship with Taylor. Taylor is a focused lawyer. She's working long hours. She has him in that beautiful mansion. Mm. She comes home, sees him hanging out. He's not working. He ain't paying the bills. And I was wondering all along, Jackie, why does Taylor have this sort of 
hidden animosity almost. You felt yeah. some sort of a hostility towards Eli, and I was trying to figure out. And and she told us what it was, and that was a moment of truth that, in fact, Eli's current situation of not selling a script. Look, I'm a writer. I'm a writer. It, it has been exactly two years since I sold my last script. <laughs> and I'm selling one coming up before 2020, and that's where I'm going to get my paycheck. That's but right. times have been tough, yes. and I could relate. So it kind of hurt me, too, watching that. But yeah. I also realized, you know what, Eli? And although I'm a writer, I'm also a hustler. And you got me working five different jobs to pay the bills and stay afloat. And Eli, you need to get it together, brother. You need to get it together, Eli, my love, because sabe qué? you cannot rely on just your wife just because she's a lawyer. I mean, she just had it. She had it. That's a yeah. huge mansion. You hear it? She was just like F-bombing like this mansion is too big. I was like, oh, and nobody saw that coming. Yeah, Jackie. A, a lawyer, a, right? A, like, a lawyer. A relationship is a partnership. That's right. And we forget that sometimes. Y'all are teammates. A partnership's mm-hmm. teammates. You can't have one person shooting the threes all day and you're sitting back on the bench sipping on your Gatorade. I know we love Gatorade, <laughs> but you can't just watch and sip the Gatorade. You got to shoot them threes, boy. Yeah. Start working, boy. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, now she has, that's why she really needs Jade. I mean, did, that was heartbreaking for me. Like, she really needs her because, you see, Jade doesn't require anything. She just gives yes, love. Yes, I'm, I'm glad you brought that in, Jackie, mm-hmm. because Jade was a huge part of the moment of truth. Yeah. While on one side of the coin, Eli takes, takes, takes. What did Taylor say? Jade gives, Jade. gives, gives. Yes. And we were wondering about, oh, you're, you know, you're in this uh, polyamorous, how do you the say? Polyamorous, polyamorous yeah. relationship. And you, you have such a huge attraction and feelings for Jade, but why? And we know Jade's a beautiful woman. Right. But th- I did feel like the way she was looking at her in episode two, that something else was there. And yeah. now we know what the something else is. And, and she needs it because not it's a very stressful job being a lawyer. You know what I mean? And she's got to take care of that mansion by herself. I didn't realize that. I thought that Eli was also contributing from maybe the the scripts from beforehand. I mean, I guess it just wasn't enough. And it wasn't like, enough. It wasn't enough. But we're going to get to... Sell that script, Eli. Sell it script, Eli. Beth Ann... I mean, he's not even writing. He yeah, was like he so distracted it. by Jade. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> right? And you know what? Jade was even cooking. He's, I know. He's, we see him getting frozen pizzas. Yeah, did you see how Jade was like, oh, taste this? And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so good. Yeah, she, she's she's in good hand with Jade. I, I, we're going to talk more about mm-hmm. that. But Beth then finds out, and she, she gets more into the nitty-gritty about April and her intentions. The yes. waitress, April, like, oh, how close are they getting? We had the moment of truth with Beth Ann and April. We found out that April isn't just a waitress at a diner. Mm-mm. April is an aspiring singer. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe she's the next Amy Winehouse. We right? don't know. They're at the White Diamond chilling, and she's sharing her plan, and the way we find out that April wants to be a singer is that she says she doesn't want to get married. Yes, and look, did you see how happy Beth Ann Beth Ann's got? like, okay, and she said, she said something about, I'm going to return the husband in the same condition you got him in or something <laughs> like that. And she slips and she's like, thank you. <laughs> she says, thank you. You saw some excited, some excitement. That tells us that Beth Ann mm-hmm. does still want to go the long term oh, with yeah. her husband, but at the same time, we see that April's, this is just a phase for her, but there's a bigger thing at sight here, and that's yeah. her career. Yes. She's not getting distracted oh, yeah. by the sex with Beth Ann's hubby, or should I say that Sheila's right, hubby. Right, right, right. She's Mr. Just having, Statton. It's just sad. It's just <laughs> convenient, and then yeah. she's going to move on, because April's true love is actually her career. 
Absolutely. And I love how Mark Cherry, Cherry just put that in the mix. I love how, because you know what, people in, in that era, in the 60s, women were housewives. I mean, it's yeah. what, like, you're a housewife. It's so nice to see that this waitress is not just trying to be a waitress. She's like a struggling artist here who have to do, you know, you got to do your hustle. And we had a great dichotomy yeah. there. We yeah. had the independent woman mm-hmm. versus the housewife. And But what we saw in this dichotomy in that moment that actually Beth Ann aspires to also be a performer. Oh! She she wants to play the piano. She plays it wonderfully. Did you hear her oh. on those keys? So beautiful. And you know what? Uh, Kudos again to Mark Cherry because he interjected not only the tango in the beginning, not only the tango with Simone and her husband, Carl, he also intertwined the piano playing the music with and Jackie, you have a background in theater. You were dancing and singing the whole time. It was like... Oh, it was! I so don't know sexy. what's happening, but I like it. What a sexy and it episode! Was, it was moving. It was moving mm-hmm. the emotions we were feeling. It was. The, the music had an emotional feel to it, and just seeing yeah. her play the piano, and yo, her husband's a hater, bro. Ooh, He's a hater. hater. He don't want her playing the piano. She shares it with April, and then we saw her moment of truth. She wanted to live in her truth, wanting to be a pianist. Yeah. She went home. She killed it on the keys. And I actually want to know if that was. It looked like it was Jennifer Goodwin playing the piano. It was, I couldn't we're going to have to find out. It looked like she was she was killing it. And if it yeah. was a stunt double, whatever y'all did, you're killing it. <laughs> it's great. And the point is, we see him. He, all he could be concerned about is his stupid martini and it his olive. olive. Like an you know? olive. I was like, oh, my God, dude, go get your own yeah. freaking What's olive. He doing? Are you serious? You're interrupting a masterpiece? Yeah. Like what? And I thought was... when she said she played the piano, like it was like she has a passion for piano. I thought it was maybe like la la la, like maybe you know Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, like something no, simple. No, it was no, much it deeper was than that. Gorgeous. And, and we thought that she was bold. She played the piano. Mm-hmm. She resisted to get the olive in the fridge. And yeah. what hurt me is in the end, and this is great camera yeah. work. This is great writing. This is great action on the character's part yeah. to close the piano. But it showed she didn't really live in her truth all the way. She didn't break through. She made it like 90% yeah. and then retreated. Oh, that. yeah. And talking about retreating. Oh, my goodness. Simone. Simone. And Carl <laughs> and Tommy. What is going on there? I mean, she is really letting Tommy know the moment of truth. I thought that her truth was going to be she loved Tommy. Did, did you see the way my boy Tommy was kissing her hands? Oh. And by the way, Lucy Lou, your nails were on fleek. Fleek! Those nails are fire. He was kissing yeah. her hands. He was romancing yeah. her. I'm thinking now Simone is all about Tommy, who's shredded. He has this boyish look, but then yeah. he takes off the shirt, and you're like, oh, maybe he is a man. He's shredded. He's handling yeah. the situation. Yeah. But then what gets revealed what gets revealed is that she's, in fact, still in love with her husband. And she says, like, I will always love Carl. That caught me by surprise. Now, that moment <laughs> of truth caught me by surprise. I thought she's leaning towards a Tommy wagon. Yeah, well, she she's not stupid either. She's like, uh, yeah, this man makes the dough. Should we ship You're them? You're a waiter. <laughs> I'm going to ship them. This is a ship moment. I'm going to call them Tamon. Tommy and Simone. I thought Timon had a stride and it was yes. going to keep going and grow into something bigger. Yes. But nah, Simone shut that down in that moment of truth. Oh my God, totally shut it down. And not only do we have that, we have unexpected 
moments, folks. <gasps> Things that caught Ooh, us by surprise. Like Tommy, since we're already talking about Tommy Let's and Simone, go into it. Let's go into it while he just like over so slightly pours and dumps the food on Carl's now, lap. Oops. Yeah, now that, that <laughs> caught me by surprise because his yeah. muscular butt, I don't know if I can say ASS, his muscular butt. <laughs> He was ready to beat him up in an alley. I thought it was great writing when when Simone turns and goes, he might like that. That was awesome writing on the radio. Oh, yeah, totally. It was brilliant. But I thought he was going to end up beating him up in this episode. I Uh, know. And then what happens? He got slick with it. He showed up as a waiter. What was that? Let's talk about his outfit. What was that? What was he wearing? Well, you know know what's so funny is that Carl tries to get in the conversation saying to Simone, like, look, hey, do you realize that this is not like that's that's a that's an outfit of tango. Oh, the so that Espana, was a tango. Oh, that, that is was a also tango a ratatata. Yeah, that's a Spaniard thing. That's a and it does my suit have some ratatata? It does with that little flower okay, there right there. If you put I'm that good. right here by the ear, bam, oh, boom. Yeah, but yeah, that's crazy. So he surprised us. Unexpected yeah. moment. He was a waiter. Yeah, and then a more unexpected moment. He threw the was it food and it looked like it was hot. Yeah, he did that on purpose. I mean, we all know yeah. he did that on purpose. He can't stand Carl. Uh, he's, oh, he's just so jealous of that relationship that yeah. he's getting even more frustrated. Like, what are you talking about? You need to be with me. Look can't at deal me. With it. Can't deal. What are you dealing with that guy? Like, he doesn't even like women. That is just kind of yeah. crazy, 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 crazy. And then Jade. Another unexpected unexpected moment, like Jade. The pop-in with the social media influencers. Influencers. First of all, I live near Silver Lake. Lake. I need to find out where this club is because the club looked lit. It looked very lit. So I didn't expect, you know, I, I thought her friends are out there. Yeah. When they leaned in for the kiss and they were being all intimate and talking about let's fly to Venice. I don't think they're even talking about Venice Beach. They're talking no. about Venice, Venice. <laughs> like, let's go to Italy. Whoa, did you anticipate that about Jade? I, I, I did not. I mean, I know that when people are, you know, in the polyamory world, it, mm. it, it, it you know, anything flies yeah, pretty much. True. So, I mean, but I just, it was a very pretty unexpected twist to see that she bumps into some friends, which is normal. You bump into friends, but you're just like making out with them like as nothing. Yeah. Like, oh, did you see the jealousy? The jealousy was beaming Taylor's, Taylor's eyes. Face. Yeah. I, and what was unexpected about that for mm-hmm. me is I thought Jade was more of a home. She looked like she was becoming a homebody with the couple yeah. and she was good. And I thought she was in it for deeper reasons with Taylor yeah. And what was projected in the Silver Lake Poppin' Club, by yeah. the way, was that maybe it was more on the surface and she was had one foot out the door. Yeah. But then again, we saw the beautiful moment where they all reeled it in. So they did reel Jade's it in. actually there to stay. Yeah. So that and surprised we'll see. me too. And we'll see because there was a little hesitation about holding the hands, but we'll leave that for predictions. Like, oh yeah. my goodness. I was kind of like, uh, I think I have, a, I don't know why I have a gut feeling like she wants to. Perhaps go to. Ooh, we'll see for but next. Episode. We'll leave it for pacing, predictions for now. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the pacing of the tango, though. Yeah. Predicting mm-hmm. what, anticipating what the next move is, what's going to happen, oh, yeah. and that's what this show is doing to me, Jack. Oh, this show is all about tango and the love and the passion and the all that good stuff. And we're going to step into Beth Ann and April having dinner. That was an unexpected moment. I never thought. I mean, I knew they were going to be homies. Yeah, I knew they were not yeah. homie homies. Mm-mm. They were having Mm-mm. a deep conversation there. And let's give it up to Beth Ann for her yeah. game face. Yes. 
I was surprised she didn't buckle. I thought at one point in the conversation, see, I was surprised by how strong she was in the conversation. Oh, yeah. And we know Beth Ann got some strength to her, so she's like a hidden dragon. But for her to get through a whole conversation, knowing that this woman is sleeping with your husband, and this woman's talking about sleeping with your husband, and you didn't buckle... What fierce? Yes, fierce. Very fierce. Abercrombie and Fitch, fierce. Yeah, I smell it in the mall. Fierce. All of it. I feel that of all the three from the three decades, I from the get go thought that Beth Ann would be the weakest link, and this woman has this sort of strength that's giving her this like like push because she's like, yeah, you're gonna mess with my husband. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're gonna gonna befriend you, and I'm gonna be real close to you. Like you always keep your Enemies Enemies close. close. And there's a saying to that. It's the truth. It's facts. And talking about the truth, George, tell everyone why we love After Buzz. The truth is that After Buzz is the ESPN of talk radio. And it's because of you, because you're helping us grow. And to help us continue to grow, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes, please hit us with that five-star rating. And of course, leave a comment because Jackie can't wait to read those comments. Text me about it and comment back. (laughs) And sincerely want to say that being here at AfterBuzz means so much to Jackie and I being in the entertainment industry. And you're allowing us to do exactly what it is that we want to do. So thank you. In the words of the great DJ Khaled, bless up. Bless up, baby. (laughs) Talking about bless up. Oh, my God. Yes, we love you guys so much. Thank you. We feel so blessed and grateful for this platform. Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergirl. Bam. We love you. Y'all are the business. Yes, but why women kill such a juicy, juicy show. There's a lot of plotting going on. Plotting. Anticipation. Beth Ann with her plotting is just, I'm just falling in love with Beth Ann's character more and more each episode. How could you not? How could you not? How could you not? Now, it seems like talking about Beth Ann and the plotting, she has a clear strategy and she's sticking to her strategy and it's slowly working. What was really cool to me in the production, and this, I really caught this in great job production, you're spectacular, was when... April called Sheila number two. I know. Her roommate, Sheila. And <laughs> what, what you saw, and remember, this is taking place in the 60s, pre-cell phone. Yeah. And when you saw her have to run across the street, Epic. because I was thinking in my head, oh, they can't just iMessage each other. No. Or even hit, hit, hit each other in a DM on the gram. Nothing. She had to physically run over. And I don't even yeah. know if there was a, like, put the call on hold, and then <laughs> were they doing the spin and dial back then? <laughs> and so then different. add another line before they conference it. But the fact that she had to run over really put me in the era and yeah. put me in the episode. And yes. I, pr- production needs a trophy. They need a trophy yes, for episode they, they three. Need, they need an Emmy for this period. This yes, it's, such... it's sizzling. It is but sizzling. But seeing that happen was really resonated with me and seeing that she's that committed to yeah. her plan that she has Sheila see I didn't know that Sheila was in the know as much about the roommate thing and that's yeah. cool so her plan one thing if if you want to do a, a crime okay I'm not suggesting for you to do crime kids don't do crimes <laughs> but you need an ally you can trust if you can do the exactly. trial because if you get into prisoner's dilemma and someone rats that's you out right. that's not a good situation so I like the fact <laughs> that Sheila's riding for her girl right now that's right well that you know Sheila at the moment she knew that the infidelity was happening with Rob. Listen, she's the one that got her the book. She's the one that, like, basically gave her the handbook of, like, 
This is what you should be oh, doing. Oh, so on the low, Sheila's like a co-plotter. Oh, she is. And Plot, I plot. love that lady. I love her. The minute that she walked across the street, hi, I'm Sheila Mascone. Mascone. I was just loving double her. Double shot of plot. Yes, double shot of plot. Yes, that's the kind of neighbor you need to have. Someone that's going to stick by your side. <laughs> thousand percent. I love it. I love it. And the other plotting, my goodness, there's plotting everywhere with Taylor her jealousy, Jade and Eli. I mean, I almost felt like Eli was plotting a lot because like he, they were, he was not supposed to go to the club. That was very on the down low how Jade and, you know, Taylor. She insulted his dancing. I know. Did you hear Taylor roll yes. Eli under the bus yes. and insult his dancing? He ended up coming anyways. He was plotting. Yeah. And let me just say, Eli might not be the best dancer, but when he plotted his way into the club and you saw that last scene in the club and he was just getting it in. <laughs> he was getting it I, in. Yo, Eli got some moves. He's got he some let moves. Loose. Yeah. So so Eli, who was a plotter, yeah. surprised us because he had a plot to kind of stay in the middle and prevent kind of be the wedge between Taylor and Jade. Yes. And prevent them from just being too in love and forgetting about him. Right. And it, his plot backfired when Taylor we gave them a moment they that yeah. she talked about. Yeah. But then his plot kind of unwinded, whereas you see Beth Ann sticking to the plot. Eli crumbled under the plot and actually had Jade move in. Yes. And stay. Oh, tell me. Oh, my God. Again, Mark Cherry, you are the bomb writer. Holy cow. And it surprised me because I thought that Jade was plotting. But what it showed me is that she actually wasn't plotting and they invited her in on their own accord. I thought she was trying to move her way into the home and stay there but it ended up that she was actually invited in. The the two saw weakness in their relationship and needed her there. Yes, I love that Eli. You know what? Eli came to terms. He's like, you know what? He was like, okay, I mean, I love Taylor. She's my, my everything and I guess if I'm not fully doing it for her, I mean, this is not a bad gig. I've got also Jade, who's absolutely beautiful. And so I get to have two women. Which which actually, although he gets the two women, it also demonstrated a lot of self-confidence yes. in him as a man. And yes. I'll be the first to tell you, Jackie, okay, because men don't admit this too much. And this is a Why Women Kill yes. show. But I am going to give some male insight here. Please do Men, so. we are more insecure than women. But we try to hide that from women. Yes. And what Eli did was such a secure move that I really respected it as a man and said, you know what? The premise of this relationship is an open relationship and I need to be in tune with your needs. And for you to fulfill your needs, you need her here. He really opened up and allowed that to happen. And that took some confidence that honestly, I don't have. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) That is a lot of confidence. And I, I, that did make me have more respect for Eli. Cause I was like, Oh, he's, he just weaseling his way in just to have sex and like to be like, Oh, I have two women. Yeah. You, you know, this whole, like what a lot of maybe frat party men do. Yeah, Most of those men would have wanted to do it. And he showed his true colors and his true colors are bright. They are bright. I and almost I'm, want to say they're pastel colors because pastel's in right now. <laughs> it Jackie. is. I re- I'm so glad Eli did that. You know, it shows his strength. And he's like, all right, I guess, you know what? I love how he came down the stairs. I love that shot. Like, he's a hero. Yeah. You see he how, like... marched down the yeah, stairs. Taylor, like, yeah, Taylor grabbed his hand, like, 
this so is cool. my man. This is like, yes, we all need each other. That was beautiful. I, I love, love, love every minute of that. And so, yeah, I mean, that goes for showing all the plotting. And we're going to wait for episode four next week. We're going to get into special segment. Ooh. We're going to let George Curry take that segment away. Like, huh, huh, who would you date on this show, George? There are a lot of likable characters in the show. <laughs> Part of me wants to say Simone is who I'd want to be with. Mm. Because Simone has this undeniable sex appeal. That's a strong sex appeal that's yeah. difficult to resist even watching. Yeah. She's so attractive. Her confidence Caliente. as a woman is so attractive to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with the hidden dragon, <gasps> Beth Ann. Woo! Beth Ann, Jennifer Goodwin, you could play the piano for me all night and I'll listen and I might even sing along. <laughs> I might just sing a few tunes. You know what I'm saying? Woo! And I'm just feeling her. I want to be, I want to almost be the man to let her be the woman who she wants to be. Your Aww. husband is no good. I would know how to treat you. I would liberate you. I would let you shine. Because if I'm in a partnership, my goal is that my partner shines brighter than me. So I can have a light around me at all times. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, yes. Ladies, are are you listening? Are you listening? I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing right now. Love and marriage. Love and marriage. Get together like a horse and carriage. This I'll tell you, Bethan, you can't have one without the George. George! Yeah. So how about you, Jackie? Oh, man. I know, I know this might be a difficult one for you, but yeah. who do you have the celeb or the character crush on in Why Women Kill? Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eliminate first. <laughs> I'm going to eliminate Rob. I cannot stand this male chauvinist at all. I he'd be gone the like the minute we would have dinner. Let's put it that way. So you wouldn't even get to dinner. He wouldn't even get to dinner. You wouldn't cook for no Rob. I'm not cook for no Rob. Then let's get to the 1980s with Carl. I can see perhaps not my taste, but just saying, probably would entertain it because he's. Now, I'm not a gold digger, so, like, because he's well off, he seems respectable. He really seems like he loves Simone. He does. And he really he really does. He just can't help that, you know, maybe he wants to be polyamorous also. And they're not uncovering this territory yet because it is the 80s. It's mm-hmm. something that wasn't really maybe a thing. Not really sure. So I would... I would lean towards him, but I would not leave out Tommy. Hello, he's Tommy. Hot. Why would you not? Tommy Gunn. Give Tommy a chance, right? <laughs> I mean, he's a cutie pie. Uh, I, and, and I'm i just not leaving out all the guys. And then Eli, I would favor towards him too, even though I'm like, hey, you're being a little lazy. You better start writing your script. Start doing some work, because I know how... You know, it should be. It should not just be the woman working. Mm -hmm. But Eli just has a really... 
he you could tell he loves Taylor so much too. There's so much love there. You know what I'm saying? It's natural. It's a natural. It's seamless. It's seamless. The way he although he's not playing his position yeah. in society. Exactly. His attraction and love towards her is very seamless. Yeah, exactly. And if I was into women, I would I would go with I mean Lucy Lou is hot too. They're they're all beautiful. But I'm just loving this Beth Ann character. Beth Ann. And what loyalty. Whoop, whoop. She got whoop, two likes from whoop, us. Whoop. Beth yes, Ann, do your thing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And now we're going to get into talk about Beth Ann. We're going to talk about Lucy Liu. She is up in the news for me here. So after playing a female version of Sherlock Holmes' sidekick, Dr. Watson on Elementary, Lucy Liu was hoping to grab another substantial role with her next series, which is this one. Fortunately, an old friend producer, Mark Cherry, approached her with a new role in a new show, Why Women Kill. That seemed tailored made for her. When Cherry told her about it, she recalls she realized and she could definitely channel her inner murderer, especially if she was doing it for Cherry. She loves him. Lucy mentions how comedy is her favorite and she loves playing Simone with all the indulgence and the drama that comes with that character and Lucy also jokes while she's like laughing she's like I've killed many in my career (laughs) and I am a woman in this business so hello and she chuckles and then she makes she makes something and also says you know making someone laugh is the one most powerful thing that you can do do you believe that? Let me say something. Yeah. I want to emphasize in the news about it, the role being tailor-made yeah. for Lucy Liu. I, I want to underline that ten times. Yes. I can't imagine the role of Simone. You know an actor is good when you can't imagine someone else filling the, those shoes. Those shoes. This is a Heath Ledger Joker moment. Exactly. No one can do what Lucy Liu has been doing and is doing in the role of Simone. Yes. And I'm here for it. 24 uh, 7. I am here for CBS. A... You could stream. So That's I'm literally right, going to stream it all day. That's all what I'm going to do. All day long. And check out that picture right there where she's doing a lunge <laughs> and her Lucy Lou little 80s like workout she's gear. In that's, it. that's 1984 she's in to the max. And she has that on her Instagram. Another thing she has on her Instagram is it's with her son. There's a picture that's going to be popping up. Oh, there he is. His birthday was just a few days ago, and she says, Happy birthday, darling boy. What a cutie. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. you. Happy Happy birthday birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday, dear darling. Yep. Something, darling. Darling son. (laughs) Happy birthday (laughs) to you. you. (laughs) Oh, he's precious. Yeah, Lucy Lou, we love you. (laughs) Why am I singing? I can't even sing, but this episode got me singing. It makes you want to sing. I want to sing. We can all sing. Trust me. We got it. It's all in us. It's all in us. Yeah, I mean, my goodness. Let's get into predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. I love this episode. I'm loving it. I love this episode. I don't want the episode to end. I don't want this after show to end. No, me neither, George. Okay, for, uh, for episode four, what do you predict? Episode four. Let's start with Carl. Carl is going to find out. Because you see how the other waiter walked in on the almost kiss between Simone and Tommy. Yes. I think they're being a little hot. That's what we call it in D.C. when you're being obvious with something. They're being hot with it. They're being a little hot (laughs) with their 
uh, I don't want to call it relationship, but they're hookups. Yes. And I think that Carl's catching on and he's going to walk into a kiss and we're going to have some explosions happen there. Mm. Sheila, I feel the real Sheila is going to get even more involved with the plotting. I like what's happening. Yeah. I don't think that it's going to come to surface just yet. There's going to be some more fun plotting happening. That's right. That's what I see happening in the next Ooh, episode. Oh my goodness. I yeah, you know what? I'm going to piggyback on that. I feel like Sheila is definitely going to be in the next episode way more and they're going to have like an outing. Sheila. It's going to be a party. Best it's going to be a girls trip. It's going to be it's my party and I'll cry if I want to cry if I want. Oh yes. Oh, you oh my cry god. Too, if it happened, happened to you. you. I came in on the lower part cuz I was going to go I high. Like that. I yeah, so, yeah, uh, April and Bethan and and Sheila are going to all get together and they're going to have like a girls night out and it's just It's going to be a Tiffany Haddish girl trip. Yeah, I, ju- I just feel like Bethan is going to slowly start just moving away from like being this housewife and she's just gonna stand on her own two feet and figure herself out and be like I think April is gonna inspire her like like you know like I want to be a singer and she's like well I'm a pianist wow and maybe they might like found Jackie that's profound the woman who's sleeping with her husband and who is hurting her is actually gonna help birth her yes. true life. Yes. Wow. Yes, 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 Levels yes, yes. and layers. Ow! Boom! Can't wait for next episode. And I feel like Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. He's, I don't know. I mean, because some, this is called Why Women Kill. Like, somebody's got to die soon. I'm thinking, because I saw something on Instagram, and it didn't say anything about killing, but she's mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, Tommy wrapped. And I'm going, does he get killed? Oh. What do you people think? Is he getting killed next episode? Because I'm like, oh, let's keep his nice looking face. Up. But ah, is he going to get killed? Like, what? I hope not because I'm trying to get a six pack. And that was motivation. <laughs> that, was that was motivation. Like a lot of attraction on the screen. But yes, uh, you know, Carl's definitely going to find out. He's going to find out. It's going down. Is Yeah, it's tip for tat. Like, ooh, you cheated on me, Carl? Well, Simone's like, and I'm cheating on you. I'm glad that's what's we going agree on there because that's clearly going to happen. It's yeah, going to happen. exactly. And I feel that Jade is going to go to Europe. No matter what we just Whoa. saw, I feel like she's going to go to Europe. I'm not saying she's not going to come back. I'm just saying, I just she think gonna she's going to go. FOMO. FOMO. She got FOMO. My goodness, guys, listen. Season one, episode three. I, I don't even want this to end. Listen, make write your comments. I'm going to write back. George is going to write back. We're going to just keep interacting till next week because we just can't wait for next week to happen already. We're just like, fast forward. I can't. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and call this the best episode so far, Jackie. Yes. I call it too. Ding, 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 ding. Best episode. Episode three. Yay. <laughs> well done. <laughs> exactly. So we're going to have to wrap it up here at After Buzz. We love you guys so much. George, where can people find you? Everyone, please find me at Mr. George Corey on all social media platforms. And this show does take place in Burbank. Well, next week in Burbank at the AMC 16 Theater, I will be premiering my television series pilot, Black Coffee. I hope it gets a fraction of a good reaction as Why Women Kill does. So please come out and watch it and support me. That's right. Congratulations, Thank George. You. That's a freaking Appreciate amazing. That. Thank you. I love that. And hey, guys, you can find me at Jackie Nova 7. You can also go to oxfilms.us. That is a Richard Ryan film. Richard Ryan and I produced it, directed, he directed it, and I were both starring in it. And it's called Art of Deception. It comes out this fall in October 
worldwide. We are so stoked. I want to shout out Richard Ryan. Yeah, he Richard got Ryan. mad talent. He's <laughs> <Exactly>. a good dude. <laughs> and so, and and guys, I'm here on After Buzz. You just Google my name because there's so many shows I can even run them down. But this Sunday is going to be El Secreto de Selena. So watch out for that. It's full blown Spanish, baby. Guys, we love you. Take care. Thank you for watching us here at After Buzz. Episode one. Oh, episode three. Next week, episode four. We love you. Here at After Buzz TV, thank you, Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro. Bye-bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.